Welcome to the Weight Loss and Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that happened um, to me this morning, and it was about expectation versus not expecting, basically. And so I'm going to tell you the story, and I'm going to tell you how it relates to weight loss. And I see so many of my clients going through this. So I thought it would be something that would be really useful to bring to the podcast. So what happened is that my son, Vivan, he has been unwell for the last couple of days. Well, about three or four days. And he was really struggling to sleep at night because he was getting really bad stomach cramps. We thought, oh, is there something else going on? Could he have possible appendicitis? Do we need to take him to the hospital? Um, but basically it just wasn't resolving even with paracetamol, ibuprofen and, you know, everything. So he was like, absolutely, you know, um, like getting severe pains at night. So we were like, you know, doing whatever we could, massaging his tummy, like, you know, encouraging him to move around, you know, things like that. But this went on for at least two nights. And then in the daytime, he would be fine. We got him seen by the doctors and they said, doesn't look like it's anything se- it's severe. And, you know, um, he's probably got a bug <clears throat> that is causing those stomach cramps. So those first two nights, I was expecting to have a very um, restless night. And I was coaching myself through it saying, hey, you've had so many restless nights previously. You have um, breastfed two babies. Uh, You've been up in the night loads. You've done loads of night shifts. Of course, you don't like the feeling of being tired, but also you're able to get through it. It's only going to be for two nights and um, over a few nights. I didn't know how many nights at that time. It's only going to be for a few nights and your baby needs you right now. And I know that you really want to be the one looking after him. And so when I was able to make peace with, yes, it's going to be hard and I'm okay with that. And that I'm going to look after myself during the day and, you know, um, rest when I need to and, you know, take stuff off my calendar if I don't actually have to do those things. All of that really helped me feel really cared for. So I was expecting it to be hard and for it to be okay. Then what happened is last night when he came back from school, he was generally so much better. He um, was like running around, eating more or less normally, and he didn't need any medication. So I was thinking, yes, he can go back into his room. He doesn't need to sleep in my bed and kick me all night, (laughs) which is what he's been doing for the last two nights. And finally, I'll get a good night's sleep. That was my thought. So I was expecting to have a good night's sleep. So then in the night when he actually came to me and said, I can't sleep, I'm in pain. I got a little bit like cross because my expectation was, hey, I was meant to have a good night's sleep. And now you, you know, you're ruining that. 
And it wasn't because he was in pain. It was because he couldn't sleep. So instead of being like, hey, baby, don't worry, come. Because I had the expectation of this is now finally going to be my good night's sleep. I got a little bit like annoyed that it wasn't the case. And I was kind of like looking at that in my thought download today. Like, why did I react that way? And it was the difference between, like, if you think about the two nights, the first two nights were actually really much more restless than last night. But the first two nights, I had that expectation that I know this is going to be hard. Nothing is nothing has gone wrong. I'll look after myself during that. It's kind of like I was like embracing the hardness and it, it being hard and it was not a problem. But the like last night, what happened was that I was expecting it to be a really like calm night. <laughs> and it was far from that. So there can always be a difference between when you're expecting something and what actually happens. So how this shows up in weight loss is that so many of my clients expect to lose a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time. Say one of my clients, she wanted to lose one kilogram a week. And uh, I, we have like a, a weekly um, thread where we, we talk about our weights, what's been going on in our mind, like uh, why we think it's that number and just kind of helping to analyze why we think it's that, that number, whether it's gone up, down or stayed the same. And this is kind of to help them um, become curious about the number and to detach themselves from um, the number on the scale because it's just, it's very neutral, right? It, it doesn't make them feel a certain way. So she was expecting to lose one kilogram a week and she had lost 0.7 that week. So I asked her, so, you know, what were her thoughts? And she said, oh, um, it's not going fast enough. And I said, okay, um, we, we, we coached on this um, a lot more and stuff. And she said, no, I, I was expecting to lose one kilo a week. And I said, okay, um, what's the difference in your mind between the 0.7 and the one? And she's like, no, I set that goal and I didn't hit it. I'm like, okay, you could look at it like that, but there's also so many other ways to look at it. And I said, what would it, what would it have been like if you hadn't set the goal of one kilo and you'd set it for say 0.5 kilos and then you lost 0.7? And she's like, oh, well, then I would have felt really proud that I'd hit my goal and actually uh, exceeded it. I was like, okay, so why did you set yourself um, a goal of one kilo a week? And she said, oh, because that's what I think I should be um, should be losing. The interesting thing was, is that she was setting herself a very like hard goal because she's so used to being so hard on herself, setting a very hard goal and then not achieving it and then feeling disappointed and then kind of being in that cycle. So what I explained to her was that even the like goal of uh, losing a kilo a week was just plucked out of thin air. She literally just like made uh, a guess that that's how much I want to lose. So when you are expecting to lose a certain amount, it's just made up. There's nothing that says this is the exact amount of weight you should be losing. Right. Fine. On average, my clients lose between 0.25 to one kilo a week on average. Sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. Sometimes it's, it's more in one go. Sometimes they don't lose any weight for three weeks. That's a plateau. You know, so this it's like a lot of variation. But expecting to lose one kilo and then not not um, hitting that, you can look at it in either way. You can look at it as, hey, yeah, I haven't hit it yet and I will hit it. Or you could look at it as I failed. And whenever you are looking at it like I expected one thing and it didn't go that way and then you beat yourself up about it, 
that's when you're going to be creating so much hardship for yourself. That's when you're going to be like adding on the um, negative emotion when it doesn't actually have to be there. That's how it showed up with my with my sleep, right? I actually had a better sleep objectively last night than I did the, the two nights before that. But because I was expecting to have a good night's sleep and I didn't, in my eyes, like, you know, I was expecting to sleep through the night. That's when I got cross. And that's when, you know, my my whole experience of it completely changed. And looking at it in my thought download this morning was so interesting because I was like, oh, that is why, because I was expecting to it. I was expecting to sleep well. So same thing with my clients when they're expecting to lose a certain amount of weight and they don't. How do they want to treat themselves? How do they want to like notice what their brain is doing and be there with themselves? And so this shows up like in so many other um, like areas of your life as well. If you expected someone to call you on your birthday and they didn't, how do you feel then? Like, how did you feel the last time that happened? Did you think, oh, they don't care about me? Oh, um, they don't ever make any effort. Or did you think, hey, they're probably busy. That expectation that you have for someone else or something else or your weight loss is the thing that is going to make it much harder for you to actually embrace that experience. Because that expectation is just something that you're choosing to do. You don't have to um, think that um, they were being mean to you or anything like that. You could quite easily think, hey, they're probably busy right now. And um, the only reason why you want to think of it in a way that's going to make you feel better is so that no matter what's going on outside of you, at least you're not carrying around that negative emotion with you the whole time. Because when you're thinking they never make the effort, you're probably going to feel disappointed or frustrated, right? And then the actions that you're going to take from disappointed and frustrated are going to impact your results. So the only reason you want to change how you're feeling and how you're thinking is so that your results don't get impacted, right? It's not about the other person. It's not about letting them off the hook or anything like that. It's so that you are maintaining like the highest level of of, um, results for yourself, right? So Another way this shows up is when you are um, expecting to do something in a certain amount of time. So, for example, it shows up a lot with my calendar when I say, "Okay, I'm going to record a podcast and it's going to take me one hour. But what ends up happening, I end up researching the podcast. I end up writing a few notes about it. I end up um, recording it and editing it and things like that, because right now I don't have a virtual assistant. So I'm doing it all by myself. um, And it takes much longer than I expected. So if I'd expected it to take an hour and actually ends up taking two hours or longer, then I um, can either go go with the, hey, you, you know, I um, of course it's taking longer because I'm figuring this out. Or I can go to the, um, you're doing it wrong. You never stick to your, to your plan. What's wrong with you? Why are you doing it like that? So now I've just developed that relationship with myself that I am most of the time, not all the time because I'm human. Most of the time I'm able to look at it in a way like, hey, of course, of course you didn't. Um, you, you, it took longer than, than you expected because that's what happens sometimes. That's just normal. That's always going to happen. And um, what I can do is just allocate two hours from next week. If I get it done earlier, no problem. So this often shows up with my weight loss um, clients as well, where they expect to lose like 25 kilos in um, six months. 
And is that possible? Yes, it's possible. Is it likely? Probably not. Because what they're doing is they're not anticipating any obstacles that may come up in the way. Same thing with when you're thinking about, you know, getting the put when I was thinking about getting the podcast done in one hour, I'm not thinking about any obstacles that came up. Like um, just this morning when I was trying to upload next week's podcast, there was a problem with the transcription. So I normally leave a transcript um, on my website so people who would like to read through the content can read through that. And some people listen to it and read through it at the same time. And there was a problem with that. So I was trying to use different software and it wasn't working and things like that. So that took over an hour. So, of course, these things are going to happen sometimes. So I could think, oh, you know, you said it was going to be an hour and it took two. Or I could think, of course, sometimes these technical errors are going to happen. And nothing's gone wrong. So with your weight loss journey, if you're expecting to lose 25 kilos in six months, it's possible, but it's unlikely because there are going to be times where you're not going to be losing weight. You're not going to be losing one kilo a week. You're not going to be losing even um, 0.25 because you're going to be gaining. You may go on holiday or you may have, um, you know, uh, sometimes where you're not eating on protocol and you're, um, you know, eating your emotions and and you're just like struggling because life happens and that is normal. So I want you to put that like have that um, that realistic expectation in your um, goal. So instead of saying, yes, I'm going to lose one kilo a week for the next six months, anticipating that, yeah, that may work half the time, but half the time other things are going to happen because my life is 50-50. This is why when they come into the program, if they've got a very high goal, I often get them to really think about, is that realistic for them? And if it's not realistic, what would it be like? What emotion would they need to feel if they halved that goal? So I actually did this with one of my clients who wanted to lose 25 kilos and we brought it down to, I was like, what would it be like if you lost like 12? And she was like, oh, I I would feel that that's not good enough. So that when she said, oh, oh, that's not good enough, she would feel disappointed. So that is the emotion that she would need to feel to actually um, get further in this in this weight loss journey, because if she's willing to feel disappointed, that is going to help her every single time she doesn't quite hit the goal that she set for herself. Because as we can see, she's setting very high goals for herself and then um, not wanting to feel disappointed, which means that she's going to try and hustle in her weight loss. And that is not needed. We are creating weight loss to be simple, easy, doable and sustainable for life. Right. So what I want you to do the next time you are setting a goal for yourself, I want you to ask, is this realistic and doable for me? Is this anticipating that there are going to be obstacles coming up in my way? That, yes, things will come up like tech errors or I'm going to be not feeling like eating on protocol because there's other things going on in my life. Or I'm going to be going on holiday and actually I do want to eat all the things off protocol that I um, wouldn't normally eat. Or, yes, I'm going on a a Hindu and I am going to want to drink all the alcohol that I don't normally drink. Right. And. When you are allowing yourself to live your life in the way you want to live it and like slowing down that weight loss, when you're willing to slow down, that in essence is actually going to speed things up because you are actually losing weight in a way that is sustainable for you for life. So even though it may look slower initially, you are learning the tools to carry on losing. Say you lose 10 kilos in six months. You have learned the tools to lose 10 kilos in six months for the rest of your life. And actually, it will get faster and faster because those skills compound. 
when you know how to feel your emotions, every single time you go to do that, you're going to be able to feel your emotions and it's going to be easier. Because remember, the more you keep practicing something, the, the easier it gets, right? The more you actually tune into your body and notice, hey, am I actually feeling hungry right now? Or is this actually that, you know, me wanting to avoid um, do, sending that email that I said that I was going to send? When you get clear on that and when you get real with that, the more you're able to feel your emotions, the easier it gets. The more you're able to tune into your hunger, the easier it gets. The more you're able to feel that discomfort of an urge and, you know, um, do what you said you were going to do anyway, stick to your plan or your time plan or whatever it may be. That is when you get better at doing these things. And these things compound. So that's why it's faster and faster. In the first six months, you may lose 10 kilos. The next six months, you may lose 15. And then the next six months, you may lose 20 or however many you want to lose, right? So when you're thinking, I need it to go faster, I want you to anticipate like there are going to be obstacles in the way. So how can I make it like realistic and doable for me rather than setting this goal that I'm never going to be able to achieve and then feeling disappointed along the way. And then remember, the more disappointed you feel, the more negative emotion you feel, the more you're going to want to eat food to push it away because that's how our brains are wired. So what you want to do is set yourself up for an expectation that is realistic and doable. And often how I do that is I half the amount of time that I think it's going to take. Oh, sorry. Um, I double the amount of time I think it's going to take. So if I think that, oh, I'll lose five kilos in five weeks, I double that and say, okay, I'll lose five kilos in 10 weeks. And some people say to me, wait, doesn't that mean that you're, um, you know, you're not going to be as likely to stick to that goal? The actual fuel behind the action that you're going to take, the commitment or or, um, the determination that is created by your thinking. And so every single day, you still want to be thinking those thoughts that create that emotion for you, which leads you to take the action. So it's not that you are like going to be letting yourself off the hook. It's that you're going to still be working towards your goal every single day, but you're not going to be holding yourself to, if I don't achieve this, there's something wrong with me. It's more like, hey, I'm just learning how to like, lose weight in a way that's realistic and doable for me. And yes, it may be slower than other weight loss methods in the past, but the reason I'm doing it this way is because I know that this is the way that I'm going to be doing it for life. So if this is the last time that you're ever going to be losing weight, what's the rush? Like, why are you in a rush for that? Because it's not going to be better there than here. It's not going to be better when you've lost the weight because at goal weight, you're still going to have 50% negative emotion and 50% positive emotion. It's still going to be that 50-50. Right. So when you know that, then you can start enjoying the process here. You don't have to delay your um, being proud of yourself or feeling good or happy and healthy or free when you get to go away. You get to actually start feeling that and living that right now. So with that, I ask you to question your expectations. When you are expecting something that is unrealistic. Just ask yourself, is this actually serving me? Do I need to change my time time um, expectation here? And how can I make it so that this is a no-brainer for me? And with that, I will see you next week. All right, ladies, take care. Bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.